Well, here we are as a church family, not meeting together in person, but digitally, and hopefully in the spirit. And I was just considering the events taking place, uh, what's going on around us, and how important it is to keep our eyes upon the Lord. You know, we've heard many sermons preached on this topic, right, about uh, trusting in him and so forth and keeping our eyes upon him. But now is a time when it becomes very real to us. Before it was theory, now uh, it's very real, or at least it has to be real to us, where we are able to trust in the Lord. And I want to look at an example in Scripture with you where the protection of God became very real to a person, to King David. And there's a psalm I want to look at with you um, just for a moment, because we know King David is a man who trusted and relied upon the Lord. And that's kind of the, the picture of who he is. He was a man who knew his God. He knew the presence of God. He was a worshiper of the Lord. But it was also because he learned to do so through many difficult experiences. And one of them is recorded in Psalm 34. And I want to look at that with you here for a moment. And this Psalm describes how the Lord delivered David, not just from danger, but it says he was delivered from all his fears, from all his fears. Now, the background of Psalm 34 is that David had been running from Saul for uh, a while, and he took refuge in the city of the Philistines, and they recognized him. Right? They knew that it was David where the song was saying, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. They recognized who he was, and they put him into prison. And so uh, he was in a very difficult situation. And his soul probably turned to fear, you know, where he was worried, what's going to happen to me? And yet in that prison, David met the Lord and God removed that fear out from his heart. And even though he was in prison, his heart could safely rest and trust in the Lord. And we can see the theme of this psalm in Psalm 34 and verse 4 that says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears. He delivered me from all of my fears. And so that's a wonderful example we have in the life of David, how he was able to meet the Lord in his darkest hour in prison and have his fear wiped away. It was wiped away. It was replaced with joy and gladness so that he could rest in the Lord. Well, that kind of reminds us of the story of our beloved brother's Paul and Silas, how they were arrested and beaten and thrown into jail, a very similar situation uh, to David. Yet they looked to the Lord as well. And we know the story goes is that they were singing songs of praise at midnight, at the darkest hour. And as they sang and they praised the Lord, God came into that prison and he met with them. And as they were praising him and God met with them, all the prison doors opened up and they were set free. And that is an awesome picture of the power of praising God in our difficulties. And that's something we see in, in this psalm is the power of praise, 
of lifting our voice to the Lord, having a spirit that magnifies God in whatever situation we're in. It starts off in this psalm, verses 1 through 3 says, or David is saying, I will bless the Lord at all times. I remember he's saying this from prison, a Philistine prison. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Now, whether he wrote this after a prison or when he was in, but yet hear his spirit, as we see in the story, is in prison, but it's lifting up to the Lord, saying, Lord, I will bless you at all times. My praise, your praise shall continually be in my mouth. And so the first step that set David on this path to victory was declaring his praise to the Lord, even in the darkest of prison experiences. And, you know, that's really our key, too. In the most difficult and darkest of times, the most important thing is to lift our eyes to the Lord, but yet, even more than that, lift our voice of praise to him and declare that he is good and that he's worthy of praise and that we will trust in him. And so that is the key in the difficult trials and calamities that, you know, we know that the Lord has said they're coming upon the earth. We're seeing that to a degree and it's going to increase. And so one of the greatest keys that we can develop, strengths that we can develop, is to learn to praise the Lord in those dark times. Um, like David, learn to lift up and magnify the voice of the Lord or, or the, uh, the name of the Lord, the name of Jesus. As, as David says, to make our boast in God. Now, that's an interesting phrase. Now, sometimes it's okay to boast. Right? Not all the time, but in certain situations, right, when it's in the Lord, when we're declaring statements about how he is able to deliver us, how he is good, how we can trust in him, how the Lord is with us. He's our healer. We're in his faithful hands and we declare those things and we lift up his name. Now, those are statements that are full of praise, full of faith. They set us in a pathway of deliverance from fear. And we want to make those statements our own. Another thing we see from David's psalm is the need to cry out to the Lord in our troubles. In Psalm 34 and verse 15, it says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. His ears are open to their cry. And in verse 17, it says, The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and he delivers them out of all their troubles. And something we see in this verse is that it says God has eyes and he has ears, just like us. And he is looking and listening for us to speak to him, for us to lift our voice and cry out to him. It's like he's ready and waiting for us to lift up our voices and our spirits unto the Lord. Lift up our concerns, our needs, our worries. Now, it says elsewhere in Scripture, pour out your heart unto him in every season. He desires that. And we can have a hope and a confidence that he will hear us and he'll meet with us. Another verse that shows the heart of God is in 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9. And this says, For the eyes of the Lord run 
to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. And so you see a picture here of the Lord actively looking throughout all the earth, every nation, every people group. He's searching out those he can show himself strong towards. That's a wonderful picture. He's just searching the earth. He's sending his spirit and his angels here and there looking for those he can show himself strong towards. Another translation puts it this way. The Lord's eyes keep on roaming throughout the earth, looking for those whose hearts completely belong to him. Those whose hearts completely belong to him. And so, no, we want to show our heart complete towards him in the sense, Lord, I belong to you. Lord, I totally rest in you. I need you and that you will be my strength and my shield. You will be my deliverer. And God is actively looking for those who will do that. And we can do that by purposing to lift our voices, to lift our spirits to him day after day saying, Lord, I need you. Lord, I trust in you. Lord, show yourself strong on my behalf. And he is just waiting to do that on behalf of his people. And we can know and trust that he will do so. He's already out there searching. Now, there is something that we can see that David mentions in how we can achieve, how he achieved a deliverance in the Lord, but also how we can follow in his example. And let's look in verse 11 of Psalm 34. And this says, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And so basically, David is saying that in order to rest in God, we have to have a fear of God. And we need to learn the fear of the Lord and to walk in that fear. And this will enable us to rest and trust in God without having that overwhelming fear of what surrounds us in our soul. And in essence, we're changing one fear for another, but this fear is good. It's clean, and it causes us to endure forever. And that's the fear of the Lord. Now, what is the fear of the Lord? Basically, as the scriptures explain it to us, it's to understand that God loves some things and other things he hates. Proverbs 8 and verse 13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate. And so when we're walking in the fear of the Lord, it's to have a great reverence and respect for the things that God loves. He loves mercy. He loves compassion. He loves truth. He loves righteousness. The list is quite long, and we want to develop a love for those things. But also, we realize there's a hatred that has to form or an extreme dislike of of things that God extremely dislikes. Pride. Pride means putting yourself first above all others. 
right? Living the way we want to live. Those kind of thoughts and those kind of words and actions. Also speaking evil things. Words can be very damaging. And so we want to make our cry, Lord, teach me to fear you by loving what you love and hating what you hate. To have a reverence for your ways and a dislike for everything that is displeasing to you. David says this in another psalm. Psalm 86 and verse 11. He says, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Unite my heart to fear your name. And David's cry was that his heart would become totally united and complete in seeking God in following the Lord and walking in the fear of the Lord in doing God's will. And, you know, that's something that God will teach us and work within us if we make that our cry. And in doing so, he'll keep us in perfect peace so that we can dwell without fear in his presence. One last thought I wanted to, to just consider with you in this psalm. And this is such an encouraging thing that David is sharing with us in our about our journey in this life. And that is in verse 8 of Psalm 34, where David says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the person who trusts in him. And, you know, those who have a good foundation of the fear of the Lord can experience a new taste of his goodness in their life, a new taste of of what it means to trust and to dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. That's why we need to cry out, Oh God, unite my heart to fear your name. When we reverence and respect him and his ways and we avoid what displeases him, it causes us to dwell in such a good place and we taste of the goodness of the Lord. And so we have an opportunity before us Each time we go through difficulty, each time fear surrounds us, we have an opportunity to come to the Lord and taste of his goodness as he protects us, as he preserves us through difficulty. Not only that, but each experience allows us to see God in a new way, to have a new experience with him, to taste something new about him and What we taste is sweet in the end. And so each experience is building upon the next so that our hope and trust in God just continually increases and increases. So that we can say with David and the saints of the Lord in Psalm 34, verse 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And that's something we want to keep so clear before us. The Lord does not promise us that we won't experience afflictions. In fact, David says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. There are many ways that we're tested because God wants to test us. He wants to refine us. He wants to remove elements that are displeasing to him from our nature so that we're like purified gold that has been tried in the fire. 
And so while we can expect afflictions, as we place our trust in him and we follow the example of David, David makes this testimony. He said, I've been through many afflictions, but the Lord delivers from every single one of them because he is our deliverer. And so let us have that hope and that assurance that as we look to God, as we fill our mouths with praise and adoration of the Lord, you know, you might not have the best singing voice. That's okay. I can identify with you, but that doesn't matter to the Lord. You know, so we can sing. Maybe we sing privately. We can rejoice. We can sing, you know, church songs and worship the Lord. But yet I believe praise goes even beyond that because the praise of our lips includes what we say about the Lord, what we're declaring he is like in the midst of our tribulation. Are we making the declaration, Lord, you're good. And even though I'm in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, I'll fear no evil because you're with me and you're walking with me and I'm dwelling in your presence and you're going to deliver me. And so we want to fill our mouths with praise unto the Lord and set our hearts to cry upon him, to lift our voice. Lord, I want you to meet with me, realizing that God is searching throughout the whole earth, finding those who will cry out to him so that he can show himself strong towards them. And also to walk in the fear of the Lord. Lord, cause me to love what you love and hate what you hate. And Lord, develop in me a love for the things that you love and remove out of me those things that you see that that displease you. That might take a few extra sessions of refining fire, but it's so worth it. Because every time he does that, we can taste and see that the Lord is good. And so in the midst of difficulty and tribulation that we're experiencing and we know shall increase upon the earth. The Lord said, these are the beginning of sorrows. Yet we can trust in God. Yet we can meet with him. And in the midst, when everyone is full of fear, God can deliver us from all of our fears. Praise God. Let's respond to him in such a way so that we can taste and see that he is good so that our heart can safely trust in him and he will deliver us from all of our fears. God bless you.